Oh my gosh. How do you guys feel about being called Bushbusters? Because I'm kind of into it. (laughs) Who are you going to call? Bushbusters. (laughs) Would you wear a shirt that says, yes, we need a podcast store with shirts? Bushbusters. Who are you going to call? On the front. Push busters on the back, because that might be stealing, like, right. it's too too similar to the Ghostbusters. We might yes. be onto something. Because Ghostbusters get the scary ghosts, and Bushbusters take the scary out of... The bush? The bush. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We could have so many catchphrases, like, I'm sure you could put Lady... Well, Ladywood might be a little bit intense for some people, <laughs> depending. You might not want to wear it on a shirt, but... There could be some good, like, catchphrases on uh, some coffee there's mugs. There's a public floor PT on Instagram who we can shout out because she's cool. Um, Christina Holland. Oh, yeah. She has shirts that say support local orgasms. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. We need something like support local bushes and we could, like, just push it in Moore County or something like that. That would be so much fun. Maybe maybe we have a new, uh, new product in 2021. A store. Yeah, let's do it. If you think you want a shirt, let us know what that shirt says. (laughs) Do all of our work for us. Tell us what it is, what it looks like, and we will make it happen. It'd be something like inhale blank, exhale blank, I feel like would be fun. I mean, is that overdone? Like the Uh, inhale the good shit, exhale the bullshit? (laughs) I haven't heard it like that, but yeah. (laughs) That's funny. So, 2021. It's a new year. It's probably February by now, but it's a new year. (laughs) In light of a new year, we wanted to share some of our simple Mm -hmm. but sometimes powerful pelvic floor tips as far as like hygiene or care. We're going to try to make this a quickie. I see what you did there. That's good. (laughs) Quickie. I like quickies. Because I think it's good to have like those, like a nice marathon pod. Yeah. I'm all for that. But I think it will be nice to have maybe some shorter content. My drive to daycare is like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. All right. Is that our goal? That's our goal. Let's do it. Hi, and welcome to the Don't Beat Around the Bush podcast. I'm Addie Holzman. And I'm Haley Kava. We're friends, pelvic floor physical therapists, moms, and occasional hot messes who are here for real, uncensored conversations about all things pelvic health. And because our conversations are uncensored, they're likely not appropriate for little ears. Please remember our disclaimer. Although we both are licensed physical therapists, we are not your physical therapist. Yeah, anyways. And our content is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your own healthcare team for individualized advice, diagnoses, and treatment. 12 tips for a happy pelvic floor in 2021. Yeah, real simple. You don't need a pelvic floor PT to implement these things. These are just things that you can try and hack your crotch. (laughs) First one. Squatty potty. You've heard this by now. I'm sure you have because we're all about our squatty potties. But getting those knees up makes for a happy poop. If you have not seen the unicorn commercial, go to YouTube. We will link it in the show. And you need to watch the unicorn poop commercial. So your... Pubo-rectalis? Pubo-rectalis loops around your butthole, and if your knees are below your hips, then it's kinked, and if your knees go above your hips, it helps it unkink. What I was talking to, talking about last night with my class a little bit was sometimes if we are a little hypermobile, the knees going above the hips doesn't always do what we want it to do, doesn't allow that unkinking to happen, or if we're particularly tight in the back of our pelvic floor. So pressing knees together, 
little mm-hmm. adductor action. I always put my fist between my knees. Yeah. And squeeze. A little inner thigh action sometimes will help. Or even that. feet wider than your knees to open your yep. outlet can help. Exactly. You see a lot of like, oh, knees go real wide on the toilet and like, you. no. Knees together, feet out, little pressure between the knees, drop yeah. the kids off at the pool. Which brings us to our second uh, tip is not to strain. Mm-hmm. So if you have good positioning, you shouldn't hopefully have to strain mm-hmm. to get everything just, out. Just breathe in, let everything expand, let that, let it go. So you not want to be blowing out your pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Um, straining can cause a bunch of issues as far as like hemorrhoids it, and if you're If and, you are constipated and it's a larger bowel movement, thinking about like blowing, like you're blowing out candles or even like a horse can help you create a little bit more downward pressure if you need it without really bearing down hard. So that's another good. And if you have prolapse or like a pelvic floor that's just not letting go, you can splint. Mm -hmm. So sticking a thumb in your vagina and kind of pushing on that back vaginal wall. I have a sample of the femies coming in the mail. Ooh, I want to try one of those. So it's essentially a little plastic paddle that has a handle that you can put in your vagina to support your, um, like the back wall of the vagina to help your poop get out easier without having to do it with your hand. Um, Which I think for some people would be a whole lot less intimidating than your finger. Finger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. And then the next one is kind of related, not breath holding, but this doesn't only apply to sitting on the toilet. Like this applies to exercise, lifting up your kids. Um, Sometimes just sitting in your car. (laughs) I sometimes hold my breath if I'm concentrating too hard or sometimes I just, it sounds dumb, but forget to breathe. I'm just like, and I think that's a really common stress response is that if we're we're in a fight or flight response or even in like that um, freeze, like a fight, flight or freeze response that we will just not breathe because you don't want to move or you don't want to. Yeah. So then you're in a pattern of just holding, holding that air. Yeah. So if you constantly are breath holding, you could be increasing that pressure on your pelvic floor, which it may not like. Mm-hmm. So along going back to the bathroom, mm-hmm. we want to have a nice clean bottom without rough like abrasive toilet paper particularly like especially postpartum especially if you're uh, dealing with some hemorrhoids or some pelvic pain or difficulty emptying your bowels or any of those sorts of things um, using wipes or a bidet or uh, a peri bottle that you can kind of spray to clean your perineum after going to the bathroom with just um, water um, can be super, super helpful for calming down those irritated, those irritated tissues. How is your bidet going? Um, it's not because we need to go get a connection. Oh, <laughs> like I'm we so- need like a, a certain bolt or something, which, you know, it's like the simple, you just go get it. Right. It doesn't take, but it, right. You it know, falls off the to do. It's list. gotta get on. the Yeah. It's gotta get back on. So stay patient for Addie's review of the bidet. So this is one that I didn't realize the importance of until as of late. Um, Organic tampons because, one, I learned, oh, and I need to, we need to link the podcast. It was really good. It was a doctor who interviewed someone um, that created organic tampons, like a company. But 
super absorbent tampons can actually pull more blood out of you. So it can cause like more cramping or, you know, like heavier periods. That's really interesting. So the absorbent, like whatever they put in to absorbent. mm -hmm, You want to be careful about that. Fascinating. So I got my period back postpartum super early, real bummed about it, (laughs) but actually it was a really tolerable, reasonable period because I, do hear a lot of times people's like first couple per- cycles oh, postpartum horrible. tend to be bad. No, so I can I cannot complain about that. But I do wonder because the f- first few days of my cycle, I was using all organic pads and tampons from Top Organics because they sent me a whole bunch of samples. Fantastic! We'll give them a shout out. I used to have terrible cramping, and it wasn't until I switched to the cup and organic tampons, I like barely have any cramping anymore. That's amazing. I would cry. Sometimes like it would feel like labor. And I think a lot of it, you know, too, was like prolapses and prostaglandins and stuff like that. But since switching, it has been a lot better. It is a privilege to be able to buy organic Mm -hmm. products. Should there be regulation on what goes into these products that are inside of our bodies? I think so. Yes. And that if that's the case, like, right, if it's regulated, so producers have no choice but to use products that aren't going to make us sick, then they will all be cheaper. And then we can take tax off of them. I don't know if actually in North Carolina there's tax on period products. I'm not sure. I just know that it's a it's a big problem for lower income people to even get menstruation products. But then that and that's like so oh, it's like existential crisis. But anyway, we don't need to. Yeah, that's a that's a that pretty like heavy topic. Uh-huh. Here's uh-huh. two combined in one: increasing your water intake. And being aware of bladder irritants, such as coffee, alcohol, acidic foods, artificial sweeteners. A big irritant that I think a lot of people miss is that uh, super high concentrations of B vitamins. Hmm. So um, check your, if you take a multivitamin, check what the percentage of the Bs, um, because if it's like over 100% of your Bs and your, it will turn your pee bright because it's water soluble, you'll just excrete the extra. Those can actually be irritating to your bladder lining. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. And if you are decreasing your water intake because you are leaking and so you're not drinking enough like during the day because you don't want to leak or before you work out or whatever just know that decreasing your water intake can actually make leaking worse because your pee is so concentrated that Mm -hmm. it irritates your bladder yeah our pee is very acidic anyways and now we're dehydrated so it's going to be yeah super concentrated super acidic super irritating i mean if you if you don't drink any water and you pee your pee is like brown that's telling us that there's a whole lot of crap in there that's not going to feel good on the way out and then your coordination of those muscles is going to be changed because now it's irritated i mean you have a cut on your bicep you're not going to contract your bicep as strongly as um even a paper cut you know yeah it's just yucky so our eighth tip is kind of along with irritation and making sure Mm -hmm. that you are not using products like washes soaps Mm -hmm. anything that have fragrances or harsh chemicals on your vulva your vulva needs water and water water (laughs) be gentle with her and self-cleaning oven is a whole episode check that episode (laughs) out because it's kind of like that same idea paper cut if you scrub your perineum you scrub your labia now those tissues are irritated. Now the muscles that lie under those tissues may not be wanting to work as well. And then we can have leaks. And how amazing would that be? It's like the solution to not peeing your pants is that you just don't wash as hard. Right, right. You know, or use products that don't irritate your skin. Um, so that's definitely important. 
And number nine is also irritation related, not using menstrual products like pads or underwear for leaking issues. This is huge. Again, pee is acidic. And so if the protection products that you're using are meant for period blood, which is very, which is more basic, the product itself is not going to draw one, draw away that bladder leak quickly enough because menstrual blood comes out slowly, bladder leak come out quickly. And so we need to get that that liquid away from your body fast so that it's not irritating your skin, as well as neutralizing the acidity of the of the urine. And so that's huge. So a lot of people love, love, love their thinks underwear. And I think a lot of people use them as bladder protection underwear as well as menstrual protection underwear. But Thinks has a brand of underwear called Speaks, Speaks, which is specifically meant for bladder leaks. And so if you are having bladder leakage, definitely look into that because we don't want to keep those problems around and you could then you can use those underwear for your period, but we may help improve bladder problems by trying something else. Right. Mm -hmm. So that took care of nine and 10. We kind of lumped them together. Mm -hmm. Number 11, not kegling yourself to death. If you know that kegels are not specifically something you need. Exactly. So, you know, we hear that statement all the time of you go to your postpartum check and the doctor's like, yeah, just make sure you're doing your kegels. And it's like, but what if my leaking isn't because of uh, weakness? What if my leaking is because of tension? What if what if I'm not leaking? What if I'm having pain with sex? Is Kegels going to fix that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But doing a million Kegels in the hopes of that's going to tighten and tone your vagina isn't always the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And our last, number 12, don't be full of shit. <laughs> we will say it once. We will say it a million times. If you feel are full of shit, you will feel like shit. Yep, you got poop every yep. day. Good poops. You're going to be grumpy if you got a poop. So we can go back to drink enough water, move your body, get adequate uh, soluble and insoluble fiber intake. Um, you could do a little belly massage, get your you know gut investigated if it's becoming a problem because that that all that is so central to how we feel and pelvic floor symptoms. So take care of your shit. Yep, there it is. There are 12 tips for a happy. Hello Floor in 2021. Boom. Know your bush. Love your bush. <laughs> Share the bushy love. You can communicate with Addie and I both in regards to the podcast questions, comments, concerns, topics that you want discussed on our podcast Facebook page, Don't Beat Around the Bush Podcast, as well as our email account, which is Don't Beat Around the Bush Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find our podcast on all the major podcast platforms. So please subscribe, comment, and share all the bushy love. It's probably pretty obvious that our episodes are edited and produced by Addie and myself. (laughs) And our music is provided by Blackhead. Who are you going to (laughs) call? Bushbusters. (laughs) Why didn't we come up with that earlier? That's genius. I love that, like, the inspiration just keeps flowing, even after nine episodes. Ten, technically.